RPN, the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Today's Daily Star Trek news is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Hello and welcome to your Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt and today is Friday, September 11th, 2020. On today's show, Star Trek Discovery's Blue Del Barrio talks about the importance of non-binary representation. Jason Isaacs pleads the fifth on whether Prime Lorca could turn up in future Trek. And mobile game Star Trek Fleet Command goes boldly into the Prime timeline with new Discovery content. All of that, coming up next. This time last week, the world was only just getting used to the idea of a new non-binary character and actor on the next season of Star Trek Discovery. Now, it had been announced earlier in the week that non-binary actor Blue Del Barrio, as well as trans actor Ian Alexander, would be joining the cast as the franchise's first-ever non-binary and trans characters. Now, we learned that the new characters, Adira and Grey, respectively, were developed with the actors and with the help of GLAD's Director of Transgender Representation, Nick Adams. Executive producer Michelle Paradise said the aim was to bring their stories to life with empathy, understanding, empowerment, and joy. Also last week, Adams interviewed Del Barrio for GLAD about their new role, since Discovery will be there first after drama school. In the interview, they covered what Del Barrio's early experiences were like on set, some details about their new character, and how Adira's coming out in the show mirrored their own coming out. Del Barrio described Adira as wonderfully complex, saying it's mainly because of this duality they have within them. They're astonishingly intelligent, and yet they're still a kid. They later go on to explain more of Adira's backstory, Del Barrio explains, when we meet Adira, they're suffering from memory loss. They remember nothing from their past and very little about themselves. They know they're non-binary, of course, but coming on to Discovery, they're cautious about sharing that information with anyone. Del Barrio also described how when Adira finally does talk about who they are, it mirrored their own experience in the real world. When I got the call that I'd been cast as Adira, I hadn't yet told the majority of my friends and family that I was non-binary, they said. Just after I told the people in my life, so did Adira. Definitely not the most common coming out story, but it was scary, special, and life-changing, as they usually are. In addition to their insights about the character of Adira and their own coming out journey, Del Barrio also spoke about why non-binary visibility is so important to them. Non-binary people have always existed, they said. People's immediate response is often that they've never heard the word non-binary and therefore question its validity. It's not only important that we're talking about our experiences, it's necessary. People need to know who we are and be able to empathize with us in order for change to take place. Outside of just talking specifically about their character and identity, Del Barrio couldn't speak highly enough of their experience on the Discovery set. They were absolutely terrified to tell their castmates about their identity, but they said, I was stunned to find that this massive group of strangers wholeheartedly accepted and validated me. It was clear on the Discovery set 
the producers, directors, writers, cast, and crew were equally committed to writing these wonderful characters in Adira and Grey and creating a safe and healthy work environment for me and Ian. Hopefully in the future, every film and television set will be like this. And you can catch your first glimpse of Blue Del Barrio as Adira in the new official trailer for Star Trek Discovery Season 3 and catch up on the first two seasons of Discovery on CBS All Access before the new season premieres on October 15th. Now, one Star Trek fan question that refuses to die is will we ever get to see Prime Lorca? After the events of Star Trek Discovery Season 1, when the man we knew as Captain Gabriel Lorca was revealed to be an imposter from the Mirror Universe, fans started asking Lorca actor Jason Isaacs whether he'd be back to play his Prime Universe counterpart. Well, last weekend, Trek Movie brought us a report from the Dragon Con Goes Virtual panel with Star Trek Discovery actors Jason Isaacs and Mary Chifo. In the panel, Isaacs was asked, again, if his character would perhaps return on Strange New Worlds, Short Treks, or the upcoming Section 31 series. The actor was decidedly non-committal, and he said he was taking the Fifth, as in the Fifth Amendment. You know, the one that says you can't be forced to incriminate yourself. Hmm. The whole point of having a story told to you is that you don't know what's in the story, Isaac said. It's like asking when someone is going to tell you a joke, give me the punchline and I'll make my mind up. During the panel, Isaacs took a moment to acknowledge fan concerns that the writers of Star Trek Discovery had put the story between the proverbial rock and a hard spot. Understandably, people were protective of this legacy of extraordinary stories, Isaac said. There was some doubt that the people writing it really knew all about Star Trek, and that doubt must be gone now. Isaacs showed great faith in the writing staff, saying, There are people in the writer's room, however geeky you think you are, and whatever minutia you think you can sit up all night discussing, they can do it to the power of 100. On his character, Isaacs said, If they do bring back Lorca, or anyone else, it'll never be token. They take it more seriously than you could possibly imagine, making sure it honors the legacy and gives them license to invent new and great stories. In other words, maybe we'll see Prime Lorca at some point, and maybe not. More news in a moment, but first, a word from me. We're heading into the weekend, which to me sounds like a great time to go shopping. I know you just came off the big Labor Day sales, but believe me, Entertainment Earth still has enough new goodies to keep your eyeballs occupied. All this week, I've been telling you about their great Star Trek stuff, but it's not just Star Trek. They've got Funko Pop figures of all kinds, awesome action figures, perfect plushies, and gorgeous games from the biggest names you know. Star Wars? Yes. DC and Marvel? Yes. Lego? Yes. If it's nerdy and fun, chances are, yes, they have it. In any case, it's definitely worth you heading over to check it out. And when you do that by first going through dailystartreknews.com, they reward me with a small affiliate incentive. So please, head to dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainmentearth and click through. That's dailystartreknews.com forward slash entertainmentearth. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. On to some gaming news next. And Star Trek Fleet Command has started adding prime timeline content into its 
previously Kelvin timeline only game. On Tuesday, just in time for Star Trek Day, game publisher Scopely introduced a new Star Trek Discovery arc to their immensely popular mobile game. Players who log in now can get access to a whole host of new features, including the USS Discovery Starship, characters from the show, including Michael Burnham and Saru, and new anomaly events in which players battle alongside the Discovery in order to top leaderboards and win resources. The introduction of the new content to the game marks the first time that a Star Trek mobile game has included both the Kelvin and Prime timelines. We told you about their intention to introduce Prime Timeline content back in August, and the new Discovery content is the first step. The change is merely the latest victory for Scopely, who have expanded both their studios and Star Trek Fleet Command rapidly since the game launched in November of 2018. The game hit $100 million in revenue in less than nine months and has continued to grow ever since. Star Trek Fleet Command is free to play and available for iOS and Android, and you can find out more about publisher Scopely, including their other licensed games, at scopely.com. Well, that's it for today's daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. Don't forget to check out the other great shows on the network at podcasts.roddenberry.com. Daily Star Trek News is produced by me, Allison Pitt, with selected stories by Chris Peterson. We're supported by people like you through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash Daily Star Trek News. Sign up for the Daily Star Trek Newsletter at dailystartreknews.com forward slash contact. Get all the day's Star Trek news delivered straight to your inbox every weekday morning. And if email's not your thing, then don't forget to follow Daily Star Trek News on social media. We're at Daily Trek News on Twitter and Instagram. I'm back on Monday with more of the Star Trek news you need to know. I'm Alison Pitt. Have a wonderful weekend. And live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com the Roddenberry Podcast Network.